Media Sales Mojo. My name is Philip Gabbard. And I'm Dave Burke. This is the podcast for broadcast media sales professionals. We're so happy to have you join us in our first episode of 2020. It's not the, for the fact that uh, we've been uh, remiss in our duties of talking with people. It's just that we've both been busy, right, Dave? Yeah, that's right, Phil. I've uh, taken on leading a media sales team here in central Iowa, and I know that you've been busy um, out with publicity on a new book that you've written, as well as taking care of clients with your ad agency. Yeah, so it, it's it's been a busy year already, and we're we're deep into another crisis. And so just for everybody's edification, Dave and I caught up uh, a couple days ago and said we need to get back on and uh, just talk some more. Uh, n- I think it's therapeutic, not only for, you know, Dave, what you and I go through, but um, I think it might be therapeutic for, um, you know, the people that listen to our show, still listen to our shows. Um, and it, our last show, our, our last couple shows uh, was about uh, budgeting for 2020. So how do you think that, uh, that yeah, turned out Yeah, that work out for you? Yeah. Let's plan for 2020. Well... Didn't really plan for a worldwide pandemic <laughs> as part of my uh, my budgeting process. Yeah, but uh, but those are the cards we're dealt. So yeah, it's brutal. I'll, and yeah. one and one other element we we talked about a crisis. Uh, uh, we had an event here in El Paso, uh, mass shooting, and so we did an episode on crisis on crisis um, management, management. That's right for advertising, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. um, and, and yet all of those things uh, are valid and important and different. Um, this is a, a whole unique animal, and so I, I, just to kind of jump right in, Dave. Um, how how are things going for you? I mean, what what are you seeing? What what kind of compression? And and, and, and I, I mean, look, things are ca- canceling like crazy. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot of fight, uh, um, but this is somewhat rem- reminiscing back to uh, 2008, 2009, prior to. Um, a collapse uh, of the housing market that caused the great recession right. of uh, yep. 2009, 2010. But yet we've got a lot of experiences to draw on, but somehow our behaviors are different. What's going on? Well, the, the, I think the, the big difference with this is um, for a lot of us, there's no perceived end. We don't know where it will end or how it will end. Um, and so I think that plays with people's emotions differently than a financial crisis where we go, oh, my gosh, the, the entire banking system of the country might uh, go away or whatever. Right. We're talking about people's health um, that has impacted the economy versus the economy itself having uh, a systemic problem. So yeah, like everybody else in the country, you know, we take cancellations. We we uh, have uh, uh, worked with our our clients, our good clients, and our new clients uh, to try to manage their um, you know their schedules and and their expectations from us to be good partners uh, during this time, which I think is critical. You know, that's. If if you're if you're a media salesperson and you're running a media a media company, whether it be television, uh, video, radio, digital, whatever it might be, um, you know, I, to me, our first responsibility beyond our coworkers and our employees, our families, and all that, the, the responsibility lies with 
the clients to make yeah. sure that that you're doing everything you can to help them as much as you can during this time. Yep. And um, uh, and there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. A lot of different. A lot of people have different philosophies on it. But just personally, having gone through a few of these over the course of my career, that seems to be the right short-term and long-term um, thinking. You know, when we did the crisis management uh, uh, podcast, Phil, one of the things that we talked about was the immediate concern and the long-term concern. Mm-hmm. And I think that same I think that same kind of thinking plays out here. There's a there's a little difference in my opinion. Uh, one in 2008 2009, as as things were eroding, I was in Los Angeles at the time. We lost we were trending down millions of dollars a month um, in the the marketplace uh, and, and billing, and it, it was a little more of a, a enigmatic as what's going on. You know, people did not want to say the word recession. We were mystified why why some businesses and consumer confidence was waning and we saw a whole new breed of advertisers start showing up uh, when the uh, loan modification companies were coming into the space and but we couldn't get a car dealer on but it was enigmatic in the fact that there was something funny going on and we just couldn't really put our finger on it now conversely this event three weeks ago four weeks ago really wasn't on anybody's plate anybody's table we were still looking at hey what are we going to do and you know how's march looking how's april look and how's how are we going to finish up you know q2 um, all of these, you know, uh, real prescient things were happening, happening, but all of a sudden we get what we're shutting down and the economy's collapsing out. We, this almost appears as a tragedy because it happened so suddenly and without yeah, it was, any it was really sudden. I think that, that was one of the things that really got me was how quickly things changed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was day to day. I mean, yeah. things changed, you know, f- from Monday to Friday, it was like, oh, we might have a problem right. on Monday, Friday. Hokey smokes, we got real issues, yeah. you know? so I, I was heading off to Tucson to do a, uh, there's a massive book festival in Tucson. Um, it got canceled, 150,000 people. I'm like, you know, we're selling books, you know, you know, we're, so we're all questioning. And then you go, okay, that makes sense. You know, let's be safe and, and we can all deal with that. But now uh, in our businesses, respectively, our businesses, um, I, I just see things, you know, I feel like a, a, a few very good things are are taking place that would be expected. There's people, you know, businesses who just run away. There's there's a problem. I'm I'm getting out of the game. Uh, but right. I do think there's specific steps that AEs need to do. And and in the past few days and and couple of weeks, as I've been not only giving guidance to my customers but dealing with media reps, I've seen some good things and some bad things. And I and I wanted to share those. Of, yeah, let's say, let's give me a, an example uh, or two. A few, of each. Okay, um, I, I I took a couple notes, but I, I just wanted to basically say like I, I see mojo going away, right? You know, there's this confidence, and 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 you know, as things are unfolding day by day, my knowledge, my experience tells me uh, the media companies are hurting. And, you know, I spent 20 years as a sales manager. I know what's going on in inventories and it's, and people are bailing out and, and AEs are just losing business. So they've got concern of a threat. And I think it gets us off focus because there's first in securities, you're, you're thinking about me really like, Hey, I'm losing, I'm, I'm not going to hit my commission number. I'm not going to, you know, hit my draw. I'm not, holy cow, I'm not going to make any money in March. And there's some concerns there. But I think in my, the conversations that I've had with some of my AEs, I, 
I felt good as an advertiser coming back in and saying, look, I got you, okay? I'm not going to go away from you. And I almost got a sense of like, oh my gosh, thank you. You know, like, thank you for sticking with it. So there's a few things Mm -hmm. that I understand. Some advertisers just have to go dark, okay? Uh, But what can an an account manager do or what should they do? And I think really it's it's service. Call every client. Uh, Look, I know, you know, we've been busy, but if you haven't already, um, you better, you know, stop the podcast and, and call everybody. Before they call you, I really think this is an opportunity for us to do a few solid, super smart things. And this mm-hmm. is seeding mm-hmm. business, caring for business. Look, if you have additional inventories, fight like the devil to give those things away. And the one thing that I really, really want to stress, and, and look, I'm a, I, I buy advertising, Dave. You sell the advertising. I do. And I want to tell you, and from my old sales manager's hat point of view, in 2008, 2009, we had a race for the bottom. We lowered rate and lowered rate and lowered rate and lowered rate. And I just mm-hmm. think that is a critical mistake that we've never, re- the, the media markets have never, the media companies have never recovered from that collapse of, of rate erosion. And I, what I want to say is that don't under, you know, don't lose the value proposition that you bring to the table by lowering rates. Now is the time, if you can do anything to support a customer, give them the content, give them the advertising space for free. Even if they cancel, give them a give them another schedule. You've got the inventory, and and let let me wrap my mind around. Uh, you know, help you think with me here. You've got inventories. You got paid. You know, inventories coming through, and you want to take care of those people. But this is going to heal. We will heal, and we will come back out of this. And this is where I'm talking about seed planting. Let's say you value a commercial at a hundred dollars. Okay. And you give a, a very good customer who's going to go through this very difficult time a, a hundred spots over the next month or two. You have, in essence, given them $10,000. And that's where you and your manager and your company can come back and say, look, I am gifting, you know, we're in it. We're going to build business back up from the bottom, but I'm giving you $10,000 worth of media. Those are the seed planting elements. And I'm not talking about a free for all. I'm talking about not taking your schedules and going, hey, can I keep you on and keep cash flow? Because that might be a a real impossibility. So most people just call and cancel. They didn't want to do it. They had to do it. And now you have to deal with it. How do you want to deal with it? Like, hey, let me pitch you another package. No, people are not hearing. They are feeling right now and they feel bad. As bad as you do for taking a cancellation but they feel bad. So I feel those are a couple ideas that you can, you know, that you could do and really get in an engagement conversation to protect your clients and, you know, uh, protect your company uh, as we crawl back out of this in time, whether that's next month or well, next I, uh, quarter. Yeah, I, I will agree with you on a couple of points and I will respectfully disagree okay. with you on a couple of points. I agree with you about making contact with clients. I think that's something that um, everybody has to do if you haven't done it already, you've probably heard it a hundred times, you know, in the last three weeks. Contact everybody. Even if it's just to say how much you appreciate what has happened up to this point with them, how much you appreciate the relationship, and show that you are caring for them as humans, first and foremost. You know, this is the Maslow's higher need of uh, a hierarchy of needs where Outside of food, water, and rest, you know, which are the baseline, the next thing is safety and security, mm-hmm. um, which 
leads me to believe why people are hoarding food and toilet paper <laughs> is because they want to they want to make sure that they are safe and secure. The next level of that is relationships and friends, okay. um, the sense of belonging, right. needing some needing some uh, some contact, and this is where I think you can really as a media rep, really make a big difference because you've got a lot of relationships with people. And if you reach out to them as a human and not as a rep, and I agree with you on that point, no, you know, don't be hawking you know, a, a package or whatever um, on these calls. What can I do to help you? How are you? How is your family? Are you guys safe? Are you feeling okay? Um, I'm going to be here for the long haul. Uh, we want you there for the long haul. Um, I think it's those kinds of messaging initially that uh, help solidify and, to your point, you know, seed the relationship that you have and and helps make those grow. Um, as far as, like, offering up free schedules to people, um, I don't see that as a big um, game changer uh, outside of maybe some people that could really, really use it. The big difference with that, in my mind, fillers is twofold. Number one, a lot of businesses just aren't open, um, and so a schedule doesn't do them really any good because, number two, they don't really know what to say. And that's where, to me, if you're going to work with somebody that wants to still be on air and they don't have somebody as talented as my partner Phil here writing copy for them, if you're a direct seller... You should be talking to these people about how to message uh, and make sure the message matches the market, yes. that, you, that you can take it to, you know, and make them feel comfortable about being on air in front of their consumers. And then, and I agree. I mean, you know, we want to be as advantageous price-wise and as, as sensitive as we can. They don't have a lot of revenue coming in. We want to be able to be helped. We have to be paid for our services. But that said... You know, we're not going to be charging dimes on the dollar. I think I agree with you on that point, Phil. Let's get the value for what we have. But we can offer a lot of value, including how to message. You know, I've always said people buy advertising from us, so let's be good at advertising. Okay. And this is one of those instances where your skills as a marketer can really help your clients, you know, from a from a a need standpoint. Right. I I would. And just to give a, a counterpoint. I absolutely see like some people are just shut down, but they're, the market will turn this, this will pass. Oh yeah. People will yeah. come back. Yeah. It'll, it will it'll pass. pass and we'll but come this back. might be a very slow train coming and coming back. There's so many people that are going to be displaced by loss of jobs. And I think that there's mm-hmm. going to be business closures and, and so this is going to be a, a really different dynamic. And really what I'm getting at is instead of uh, you might, as a competitor, have a framework uh, with your staff and with your team that you are, you're not, you know, doling out free spots. I get that. You're going to have this rate integrity, but you're going to have a, a starving comp, uh, competitor who's lost a couple salespeople, who's way off target with some other corporate expectation to sell something now or you're the next one out kind of mentality because it exists. It's real. I'm saying that there's and what we found in, in 2000. Nine was that when I say this word race for the bottom, it was how cheap can I undercut my competitor just to get the deal? Yeah, no, that's it. You were absolutely right. I remember that. I remember it clearly. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. That's what happened. It was like, well, you know, the, you, you were in a pool 
and somebody had a thousand dollars, and everybody was going, "Well, I'll give you a hundred for a thousand. Well, I'll give you two, yeah." Uh, so it becomes about rate twenty for a thousand value. And what I'm saying yeah. is that you don't because uh, the radio and TV markets never really got back from what happened 10, 12 years ago. Um, you know, to you know, at that same time, you had a huge advancement in what was going on in digital and and the you know people divesting from traditional media into digital. So the, it, rates never came back to post two thousand eight kind of levels. So that's my only saying. I, I you know businesses are hurting. There's going to be biz- people out of business, but I do think there's other tools that you can come back and say, look small businesses and like you and I were talking about earlier, small business packages and keeping things local and really helping your community come back out. You're, these large national advertisers who have big, huge freaking budgets, can they pulled all their money out and they're going to lay it all back in, okay? And then you're going to feel good yep. and it's going to help even compound your local market even further because they're the, they, they were the ones that didn't have the cash reserves, so they're instead of advertising, they're going to need to put another guy back to work, hoping because they love that guy or, or that person, and they're going to want to put that person back to work. And I'm thinking that us as media companies can go, look, we got your back, even when things were bad. And if you had nothing to advertise, then you know we're talking about you. Hey, you're up on our website or on our digital assets. I'm not talking about yeah, you know everybody's got. 12 different assets to sell. I'm not talking about putting you back on in prime news. I'm talking about, hey, we're keeping you in thoughts and, 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 and giving you some presence in other spaces that we might have able to sell. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's a positive. You know, if the companies want to do that and make some things available um, or have a policy that this is how we're going to interact with our clients, that's entirely possible and our sales reps should, you know, um, certainly take full advantage of that. Mm-hmm. But if I'm an AE, if I'm a media sales rep, I don't have that flexibility. That's a company mandate or a company decision. If I'm a, if I'm a, a sales rep, I got to figure out how do I lend mo- the most value right now to the cl- my client list who needs yeah. it. What can I do? You're opening up a can of thoughts for me to <laughs> But I, it, right. it, it, well, it does it's true. Through, I mean, you know, if if you know, if the big media company says, uh, "No, we're not giving away our our that, digital assets because it costs find us money," themselves losing again. And look, there's you no know? digital company that's killing it with their shareholders. Let's call it what it is. Most of these companies have had a hard decade or two. In, in yeah, but you still have to pay for the for the space. There's, there's pay the no argument. And, there's know. no argument with that. What I'm saying is, it's leadership and and how people feel i agree okay, with you so there. that's who the ae is responding to is their manager and that manager's talking to their general manager and they're talking to some corporate guy who goes we got to get this back on the light's not going to come back on and everything but you like it was okay it's just not gonna it's gonna be different it's gonna be you know you hear people talk about the new normal you know i flew out of airports 35 to 40 weeks a year for 15 years <laughs> yeah the airport is totally different now than it was 15 yeah. years ago because it's a new normal, yeah. right? I mean, you know, you don't have a ticket. Guess what? You don't get to go to the gate. Um, you know, all of these yeah. different things. We're going to see some changes here, Phil, that, that uh, you just alluded to. I don't know what they're going to be, but our culture is going to change because of this. And the way that we live is going to change in some fashion because of this. Dave, you and I did a, 
we covered our favorite books, right? And uh, uh, we one of them was Who Moved My Cheese? And it really comes back to us. We think the cheese is going to be there. So we keep showing up. We'll wait this one through. Pandemic passes on. They got a cure. Whatever it happens, yeah. whether it's next week or next year. Now, if I haven't starved to death, you're really talking about people right now who still had a paycheck when this whole thing started. And now they're kind of worried. I'm not going to get a paycheck in April or May. There's there's really, really big potential for disaster. And I really think leadership better quit being subservient to corporate shareholder mentality and and like hey i'm we're not showing no workability i'm suggesting strongly suggesting care for your people because another disaster from the great recession also happened at 9-11 was we lost very talented people yeah well what happens is the environment changes the revenue stream changes the company responds to that in this case, reduced revenue stream, lets people go to try to keep cash flows at the same ratios or whatever. And you're right. And a lot of very talented people left our industry. Yeah. Um, Waiting for the cheese up. to show up. <laughs> well, yeah, well, either on air or or in the sales department or wherever, or the marketing and production department, wherever it might be. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, things change and, it, and not necessarily for the better. So, but I think that if, if I'm if I'm a rep, if I'm an AE, and I right now have to try to figure out how do I take care of the short term and how do I take care of the long term, there are things that I've got to be able to do. So one of the things that our team is doing is we're investing a lot in ourselves right now. Brilliant. You know, brilliant. We're doing brilliant, a lot of training. Brilliant. brilliant. Yes, sir. We're doing a lot of training. We're listening to podcasts like I, well, I hope they listen to podcasts. <laughs> hey, um, boss, that's you. Uh, yeah, it is. I, know, I, know. I love it. I, um, but we're trying to invest in ourselves and, and, and go, all right, this is how we make ourselves better. Because because we're so busy during this, you know, when business is good, yeah. it's easy to say, you know, I got an excuse. I can't do it. No excuses. Spend time in making yourself better right now on all parts of our business, on the sales part, on the advertising part, on the relationship part, on the asset part. Whatever it might be, invest in yourself right now and make lots of calls. Contact lots of people for two reasons. We talked about one already in that it's a way for you to seed your business, to advance your relationship. But I'm also concerned at times like this, Phil, and I know you were when we worked uh, together back in 08 and 09 uh, and in the teams you lead. I I get concerned about the people that work for us and work with us. Mm -hmm. These are terrific people. I love them dearly. I want to make sure they're okay. So if you talk to a lot of clients, first off, remember that the clients you're talking to now, a lot of them have shuttered their business. So they're not getting a lot of face-to-face time, a lot of of that friendship relationship, that third level of Maslow's need from anybody. So if you start to talk to these people, you can give them a perspective on the, your market and your and and business that they may not have. Right. Think about that. You you're going to call 20, 30, 40 clients, you know, over the course of, of of a couple of days, let's say. And let's say you get through to 15% of them, you know, you're going to have five phone calls, eight phone calls of probably of some length. And then you call somebody and goes, "Hey, how how are people feeling? What are you hearing out there?" And you're the one that can actually deliver some perspective to these clients and go, you know what? 
people aren't as uh, frightened as I thought they might be. Yeah. Or, boy, the optimism is sort of creeping in already. Not sure where it comes from, but most people I'm talking to are going, you know what? I think we're going to be okay. Yep. And what happens? What's, what's the rebound of that, Phil? I feel, as an AE, I feel really good. Mm-hmm. I feel good about having that conversation. I feel better about myself. Helps the client and helps me. My, my, my issues with what I, I've, I've dealt with, because look, there's, there's audience shifts in behavior. Um, my city just was quarantined. So we're now in, in stay-at-home mandates and stuff like that. And being media and shooting production and stuff like that, we get pass and, and have access to the streets. You know, that kind of thing, being good law-abiding citizens. But I'm also hearing the, you know, as these events of where people are not listening to radio and now like, oh, well, everybody's... Uh, watching TV suddenly, no, everybody's on digital. I am getting a sense of cut your buddy, um, that old card game, screw, screw your buddy, or something like that. You know, it where people who are, I, I smell it in you know what the AEs are saying to me is like, hey, you know, you need to change because you know audience levels change and and you know you know it, but they want their you know the other guy's money, which is inherent right. in all salespeople. Right. Okay, sure. And what I yeah. what I'm getting at is that it's this. I'm, you know, where can I, I, I steal some meat to eat mentality? And I think if, if corporate leaders said, look, I realize what's going on. I, I, I want to have more sensitivity to my marketplace, to my community and really partner with, you know, other media companies and, and, and almost like a brotherhood and agreement where, you know what, we're going to all get through this together. The community's got to lean in, but there is a lot of steel, you know, hey, just cancel that and don't cancel me. Why am I getting canceled? This other guy's still on the air and those type of things. It's it's confounding what we're going through. I'm thankful that my customers are still fighting in this game, but I have the same worry, Dave. You have to have the same worry that at some point, if this were to continue for a while, we're, we have some deep issues. And a couple other things that I wanted to mention and, and, and share is that hitchhiking on you, uh, your ideas is investing in yourself and retrain. Mm-hmm. Read, get better, study. There's great business books and great uh, things that most, again, most salespeople are busy and they said that they've read all these books and they haven't. Well, as you know, I've been marketing a book, which is a whole different discipline in marketing, which is intriguing to me. It is my own book. But along this path and journey, I've, I've been able to meet great book reviewers. There's uh, online, um, there's book thinkers and book save my ass and behind books behind the scene. There's all these great book reviewers. Invest in these guys. Just listen, read, take your time. Be patient. This is going to last a long, long time. So get up, walk, breathe, but don't freak out. That's, I guess, one of these other things. And I wrote a note to myself. Don't get enveloped into the problems that we're dealing with. Get enveloped into the solutions and how you might be able to, to help with that. And I think, to your point, training, sharpening our swords, practicing good behavioral habits, instead of going, oh my God, the sky is falling. It's, oh my God, how can I help you? My neighbor, my friend, my business Yeah, that's, exa- that's, that's exactly right. I fully endorse that, Phil. I think that's exactly the tact we should take. It will pay us back in spades. You know, if a business is shuttered and they're closed and there's nothing you and they don't they're afraid of uh, the, the fact that, you know, I've just laid off 15 people and I want to hire them back. But I don't know when I can do that. The best thing you can do is just to, you know, offer some solace, 
offer some ideas. Hey, when you do feel like you can come back, I have some ideas on how we might be able to do that and not feel and, you know, certainly not be pressing people for, you know, hey, I've got this deal. How come you're not buying this? Or, you know, geez, I heard you on the... How about when you come back, I've got 10, 15 spots for you for your... Yeah, we'll do a welcome back deal. You know, we'll we'll, we'll really make your money go further. We're a hiring campaign. And then we'll spend your dollars, you know, for media or some other things. There's all these other ideas and solutions. Oh, yeah, there's ways to do it. You know? Yep, Um, yep, ways to do it. And and you're building value the entire time. You know, you're building value in front of the client. And they're like, you know what? You were the only guy that ever really pressed me for dough Mm -hmm. when I didn't have any. So I want to, you know, that that shows me a lot about your character. Yeah, Yeah. you were there Uh, when I didn't have money for you. And that that kind of thing is is important. But the the last thing I'll, I'll say, and I think as we can wrap up here, Dave, is going back to leadership. I've worked with some great people like yourself. I, I enjoyed our partnership for a lot of years. I really love doing these shows and just talking again is, has been... Um, it's been cathartic for me. Yeah, same for me. So thank you for that and your time. But it is this did happen fast and it caught us off guard. And so there's this, am I okay? Are you okay? Kind of, okay, there's food in the pantry and Lord knows we've got toilet paper. Um, but... <laughs> Um, it is the leadership from this point on. We're just the early weeks of this whole program. You know, this is an economy that's going to be down trillions and trillions of dollars, and it's not going to flip back on. So it is leadership. And, and I just pray that there's leaders like you in market by market who are guiding talented AEs, and they're, they're out there. It's just, we love you. We know you bring value. Stick with this. Be smart create a side hustle, create, you know, do that one thing that you've been meaning to if you're, you know, now working from home, which I, I, I advocate. I love, you know, I've worked from home for the last 12 years. I'm good. I, I don't have a, an adjustment period, but I hope, I hope we find more leaders like you, Dave. Well, thanks, Phil. It's, it's, you know, this is the time that your leadership, if you are fortunate enough to lead a team, this is when your leadership really counts. Yep. Anybody can lead a team when things are good, and, you know, you're rolling in dough and, and you're trying to manage inventory and manage rates and, and other issues that come up. It's challenging enough when that happens. But when crises hit and when things really go south, and like you said, that you know, with this thing, it went south so fast. It was sort of breathtaking. Yeah. This is when creativity, a steady hand, and um, somebody, I, I think, that has seen some things can be, you know, very, very helpful. Yeah. So invest in yourself. Um, if you're an AE. And remember, I think, you know, I'll, and I'll just leave this as my last note. I, I spoke about this today with our team. One of the problems with this whole thing is lack of control, right? Mm-hmm. You, we have no control over what's going on. We don't, we can't control getting the virus because we don't know who has right. it, you know? We can't control the stock market from going down 30%. You just watch it going, you know, in free fall. But the thing you can control is your attitude about this Mm -hmm. whole thing. That resides within you. And if you decide tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going to have a good day and I am going to help some people and I'm going to try to help help, uh, people have a better day than they had yesterday. And if you just sort of control that part of your life, you'll be more successful short-term and more successful long-term. Yeah. And, and that's part of the things we can control. That's beautiful. And one of my uh, quotes in my book is, our words create our world. If, if, I agree with you. If, if, if 
we feel like the sky is falling and that's how we describe our feelings and it controls our thoughts, then you're right. The sky is falling because that's real for you. That's how you've painted your words to create your thoughts and your feelings. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. words do create our, wor- uh, our world. So choose the good ones, right? I agree. Um, but I Dave, thanks for your time. I hope you enjoyed the uh, process as much as I did. And for our, our listeners out there, stay stay with it, man. We'll get through this. We've gotten through everything else so far in, in the history of mankind. Um, this will be one for, for the record books. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Yeah, <laughs> stay healthy and uh, stay safe. And if you have a question for Phil or I, and, uh, and if you have, or if you have a comment about uh, anything you've heard on this or any of our other podcasts, you can simply send us an email at askus at mediasalesmojo.com. Uh, we get those, we read them, we enjoy them, and don't hesitate to share your thoughts. Um, and we'll be happy to uh, get back to you as soon as we can. Yeah, thanks for listening to Media Sales Mojo. Stay safe, be strong. We'll talk to you next time.